1: Hockey, my favorite it's judd's hockey show yep judd's hockey show the day after what was probably a must win despite what you might be told the minnesota wild lays a complete egg and so it's judd and aj here to talk about it but before we do that i want to talk about some good news and welcome aboard our new partner at nicolay law that's right they know when you or a loved one gets injured, ordinary life can come to a stop. There, there is Russ right there. And things can get complicated during that time. Insurance companies are likely to pressure you. They don't care if you get better. They don't care if your medical bills are piling up. And they don't care that you may not be able to work. But you know what? Nicolay Law does. They have seen every play the insurance companies have. They've got their playbook. They'll drop their gloves to make sure you get the compensation you deserve after an accident. So if you've been injured, get Minnesota's local award-winning injury lawyers. Get Nicolay. Start your path to winning at nicolelaw.com. That's N-I-C-O-L-E-T Law.com. Or give them a call at 1-855-NICOLET. 1-855-N-I-C-O-L-E-T. We appreciate Russell and Nicolet Law coming aboard. And remember, there's only one real. Nicolai. and there's only one team that can basically disappoint you by not showing up for a massively important game and that is the minnesota wild um first of all i want to make clear i'm not upset that they lost because i keep saying i don't want to see them make the playoffs they don't belong there so age i'm not upset about that but i do want to get into a conversation of what transpired last night uh because it wasn't that they lost Nashville's a playoff team. I like them. Uh, they're big. They're physical. They're a playoff team. They're going to kick some ass. They might lose in the first round, but they're going to kick some ass in doing so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, Age, what I want to talk about is the performance. I mean, even John Hines, who has been Pollyanna John so far, I mean, he's, he's found the positive in just about every bad thing that can happen. And the team's played well, for the most part, with him as coach. Um, but that was nothing short of disgusting. That was, uh, we can dissect it, but that was a complete no-show In an incredibly important game, and no matter how anyone tried to spin it, as you were perhaps watching that game, it was an inexcusable performance and spoke to the character of a team that I really thought had more character than that. That's where I'm starting at.
0: After you go toe-to-toe, essentially, especially from what I think we were all told and what we all saw against the Carolina Hurricanes, they go toe-to-toe. With uh, one of the hottest teams in the NHL since mid December, you lose. I get it. They're a great team. That's fine. You know, I can live with that. And frankly, like you said, I I've been out on this team for a while now, so I'm not necessarily rooting for them to lose. But I'm not. It's not ruining my night when they do. I expect more of a response the next game because how long have we been saying? You know, these are very important games. These are mo- you need these points and. You go back to the last time they played Nashville. You needed these points before the All-Star break, and now you got them, on, uh, you got them down in Nashville. You got to get those points back, and it's a four-point swing. You go up, and you get a shot from Connor Dewar, who, from what I hear, maybe is on the block, maybe isn't and whatnot. So he, he's still trying. It seems like that guy, when they go down to Nashville, he kind of has a day. Last time down there, hat trick. Good for him. Less than a minute later, you're down by a goal. Just how, how are you going to take the game? Eight of, seconds. Eight seconds. You, you go down to Nashville. You start the game very solid. I think the first five minutes, they looked like they wanted to be there. They looked like they wanted to go out and get two points. They get that first goal, and then we're going to kick our feet up here. We're going to just lean back on the bench. We're not going to do anything. We're not even going to put up a fight. We're going to let them regain territory, put two past Gus, and all of a sudden, oh, my God, the the game is over. We might as well just go home, boys. What what was the, uh, what, Tootsies or whatever the bar that they went to before the draft last year? Just, yeah, let's yep. get a table at tootsies. tootsies, you know? Let's get around. Who cares? We don't need these points. For a team that needs these points, they're like there's only there's a finite game amount uh, amount of games left in the season 22. 22 22 and you need as many points from those that you want if the from what we've been told they still believe they can be a playoff team we're told right. to believe they should be a playoff team right but not a must win game Judd. not a must win it's well, not it doesn't matter that it's a division rival it's not a, it doesn't matter that it's a team that's in one of the coveted wild spots that you're so valiantly trying to chase down but we can just lie down and uh, I have to hear honky tonk music for for six different instances last night, just, just a pathetic showing after that first five minutes.
1: Oh, it was, it was god awful. And and I mean, as John Hines said, um, in fact, I think I've got the quote right here. He said you could arguably say tonight we got what we deserved. Philip Gustafson said we didn't show up. I mean, my God. If you think you're now now if you come out and say, you know what, that's probably it. That's probably it. That's an embarrassment uh march 8th we're gonna try and trade guys you know bill garen's actually going to go ask guys if they'll waive their no move clauses mm-hmm. no trade clauses i'd say okay yeah yeah that's the right move here but i mean you know anyone defending this team here's my question why are you defending them this showed no character it showed no heart i mean this was straight out of the parisian suitor playbook which i thought we were past, and now i'm not so sure um And, yes, you know, the Carolina loss was a really good game, and it was a tough loss, and you had some bad bounces. But, damn it, that was a playoff-type game. And you don't have – I mean, this isn't even starting to touch on the fact that you don't have enough depth of talent to not give your – to not give a full effort every single game. And remember, this also goes back to when John Hines said this to the media – um, now, the Wild was playing well, or I think it won a game at the time, so it didn't resonate like I thought it should have, but he basically said, I told the players, you got to play hard every night. You're telling this group that? You're telling this group of, <laughs> you know, beyond the first line and a few defensemen, Brock Faber, for instance, Rodine, you're telling this group of marginal talent that you have to play hard? What are we doing here? Um, let's talk about goaltending, too, all right? Yes. Philip Gustafson was awful. Like when he said he could have just said instead of we didn't show up, I didn't show up. Um, usually, Soros was unbelievable. I mean, he won. Soros really won that game. Now I know the score got one sided, but he was making incredible saves when the wild easily could have gone back in front three to two. Um, and meanwhile, Gus, who has these games last night, it seemed like the first goal through him. He had made some nice saves. He he made a save. Kirill Kaprizov had an awful giveaway early in that game in his own zone, right in front of his own goal, mm-hmm. uh, to Philip Forsberg, who's a marvelous player. Forsberg had a great chance, and Gus made a nice save. It appeared to once goal one, though, just like Vancouver, once goal one went in, off to the races with Gus, confidence gone. Floodgates. Um, but, I mean, again, so if we're dissecting that game, if we're dissecting this team, the Vancouver game, folks, was a fluke, okay? It's a fluke. They shouldn't have won that game. That game caused more red flags than it did this celebration of, oh, look, they came back and scored 10 goals. That was a fluke. Um, but in goal, just starting there, what are we doing? What are we doing here?
0: And I, it, it, it came out, uh, Marc-Andre Fleury is fine staying here, their man of the season. I think that's more power to him. You do whatever you want. At this point now, there is no reason in my mind why Philip Gustafson should be in a wild sweater pass next Friday. Well,
1: and the problem now is can you get enough for him to justify trading him? And but the, I'd still be looking hard. I'm with you. That.
0: And that's what breaks my heart is because he slow start. And we've seen this now in his, in his time with the wild Starts slow. You, you got to let the motor warm up. I get it. Eventually he plays some really darn good hockey. And then I don't know what happens, but there's either a mental thing or it's a physical thing or a mixture of both or whatever but he'll have nights and where he does go out and he flat out wins the game for the wild. Similar what UC Saros did last night where he makes every stop, he's acrobatic, he's very sound in net, he's limiting rebound opportunities, but recently, of course, right before we you know, we would hope that you see his trade value rise and rise and be at the peak, that is the exact opposite. We're seeing these games where he goes out there and it's a deflected shot that you know, sneaks through and all of a sudden, oh my God, the world's ending. Everything's crumbling around me. I don't know what I'm doing. Did I leave the stove on at home? I'm worried about other things. And we just see one, two, three, four, five. It, it's, it's incredible how just, I don't want to say mentally fragile because I don't think that maybe is, I like, I don't know it exactly like what he's going through, but it seems like it there's something there where like it. he doesn't, he just isn't able to rebound and sh- cast that aside where... You know what? It got past me. I'm the next one's staying out. It's it seems the exact opposite. One gets
2: past me, I I'm gonna let three, four buy me in the rest of the night. Eating better is easy with Factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals, always fresh, chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. From pancakes to smoothies to meals and more, discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. And if you're always on the go and eating a quick and easy way to find something to eat, you need to try Factor Meals. They have an easy-to-use website. Factor is also flexible. Change up your order every week with plans from six to to 18 meals per week, or pause or reschedule your delivery at any time. You can sign up and save. And we've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to Factor Meals slash Judd50 and use code Judd50 to get 50% off. That's code Judd50 at FactorMeals.com to get 50% off. Go check out Factor Meals. So I, I, we were talking what,
0: not even a month ago, first round pick. That's what. Now, no, <laughs> frankly, I part. think the sky, and that's with a desperate team, is like a like a second, maybe a conditional that turns into a second. Like I, what, like how far do you think this trade value has maybe dropped for a guy like Philip Gustafson if Billy uh, Garren wants to move him?
1: It would probably have to be a conditional pick of some sort. It ain't. It ain't going to be a conditional one. No, but no. I. But I'll say this. He's playing to your point like a guy who knows he's being shopped. Yeah, like like he's playing with the distracted trade deadline mindset. Mm-hmm. Um because I mean, that Canucks game, we we don't because they came back and won, we we didn't harp on, on that. I tried. Uh <laughs> that was... we didn't harp on that enough. Yeah. Uh, that performance from Gus and then last night was just absolutely atrocious and I know there were some tough goals, but I mean there were also some goals where he got worked. They got worked. Um, Declan Chisholm has crashed to earth. Now, I still think he should play a lot. I'm afraid they're going to scratch him on Saturday at St. Louis. I'm really afraid of that because John High is going to say, I'm going to play a veteran defenseman. Don't do that, John. Scratch Johnny Merrill, get Maris back. Mur- Murmus, my concern is they're going to get Murmiss back in and scratch Chisholm because he didn't play well. Uh, I'm hoping to God that's not the case. But let's move on. So yeah. as, as as we pick at people, let's talk about the second line, okay? So the second line, I actually like the center. And Marco Rossi had a lot of chances last night. Um, I think they were a minus two or three. And so the statistics probably don't reflect kindly. Mm-hmm. Marco, I thought, though, you know, it was ridiculous that Goudreau was on the second line on Tuesday. I thought that was rectified on <laughs> Thursday. But let's talk about the wingers. Matt Zuccarello. Excuse me, I'm so upset. No, Matt fine. Zuccarello, no showed that game. It's almost like he's decided. Well, if I'm going to be treated like this, I'm. I mean, he was awful last night on the power play. I think it was the first or second power play. And by the way, if I'm correct, the Wild's first two power plays, no shots on goal. But there were two plays there. He he didn't he didn't keep a puck in at the blue line, and then he had and then he mishandled a puck that was a cross ice pass, I think, from Corral. Uh, so you talk about a non-factor there. Uh-huh. And then I did a video on this this morning, how Marcus Johansson is not being scratched. And we've harped on this, but it's it's disgusting. Why he's being left on the second line is not explainable. This, to me, is a John Hines problem. Um, John Hines has done a lot that he deserves credit for, the record for the most part, like he came in and did a good job. Mm-hmm. But this is a red flag, and this is a coaching red flag. Marcus Johansson is robbing you right now like he literally is backing up a brinks truck to your team headquarters and he's walking in with a mask on and he's robbing you and you're doing nothing about it that second line the wingers last night useless useless and i will say again matt zuccarello I would If he didn't have a damn no-move clause, how great would it be to send him to a team and let him play a bottom-six role on a really good team? Because he doesn't look to me like he has a whole hell of a lot of interest in playing here if he's not with Kirill Kaprizov. I don't blame him for being pissed off about Tuesday's stunt. The Goudreau thing was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Last night, though, those two wingers on that, on your second line, where you got to get some scoring from, were useless. And let's talk
0: about that. Yes, that is the second line, but... Time wise, that was the fourth line last night. Fourth line. Yeah. Boldy Erickson at twelve minutes and forty-three seconds of ice time. That's fine. That's, that's what you have to do for there. Nine minutes and fifty seconds allotted to Dewar, Hartman, Duhame. Dewar got the goal. May you know, they they looked fine. It's a physical team in Nashville. I understand you're maybe gonna bump that line up a little bit. Lucini, Goudreau, Letteri, nine minutes and forty-five seconds. So just five seconds off them. We take a gap now. Over a minute to Johansson, Rossin, Zuccarello—eight minutes and twenty-seven seconds together on the ice. Yeah. Granted, to your point, the two wingers—terrible. Marcus Johansson, why are you not in the press box? Why are you not eating popcorn? Why are you not getting a nice, uh, you know, a press box dog kicking your feet up like it's I a did? Popcorn,
1: popcorn, man! It, it's popcorn
0: it, guy. And frankly, hopefully that's the case. Once uh, Husnadinov gets. Uh, it's over to U S soil and who knows kind of what they want to do there. And the the visa could take a little bit. It sounds like, but um, Marco Rossi, Marco Rossi deserves better. I, since, since day one, I have not given up on him and he, he continues, I think to, to show a mental fortitude that a, a seasoned veteran, like Matt Zuccarello has now lost. I want to see more. I, I felt bad for him the other night. Because that line that he was forced on was atrocious. Like he 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 simply, despite maybe a lack of Everett at, at times, too skilled to be with who was it Goudreau and
1: Lucini. Was, was he with Lucini for that? No, game? it wasn't
0: with Lucini. I, or feel like. I think it was. I think it was. I think it was. Kept the line combination from Tuesday. Either way, um, either way, it was yeah. it was it was a crime against him now the next game after you should be you should look at the lineup card and say okay i have marco rossi and marco rossi he's a workhorse he's going to feed me the puck i can feed it right back to him if needed johansson i'm i would like to think that in the locker room they recognize hey we have to get this guy going we you know he's clearly not uh, applying himself as much as we would like him to be especially after i'm sure they've decided we are making a push for the playoffs inside of that locker room you need to show more. So, Marco Rossi, I still applaud you cuz I, I still saw a, you know, a work ethic last night which I can't say about the two uh, the two wingers. Yeah, but I agree. It, it 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 Marcus Johansson next season, we're going to have the, we're going to see the biggest bounce back I've ever seen in my life. You know why? Because it's a contract year for him, Judd. 2 million dollars for an AAV next year with a no trade. If he if he could go today, Ship him out for anything. Ship him out for anything.
1: Well, and I just scratch him for Saturday. He, he he ain't playing on Saturday in my world.
0: It's it's ridiculous, and he is probably hoping that a guy like Marcus Felino doesn't return sooner than later because I think that's one of the only things that's keeping him in the lineup. I'm and I'm why? sick of him getting. And granted, he didn't get the time on yeah. ice, but being listed top six is criminal. That's a crime against hockey that he's still there.
1: Well, and what's going on with, with these lines then and, and playing time and like, why are you screwing? So why are you screwing around with Rossi would be a question to John Hines. Mm -hmm. Um, Zuccarello to me looked checked out last night, like five five on five. He looked checked out last night Mm -hmm. and, and, and I think it bled into his power play. Um, I, I just, I'm, This is the first time with John Hines. I'm just starting to ask some questions about like, what are you doing? And are you, I feel like he's trying to make what he thinks is a playoff push, but I would even argue it's not a good playoff push. You know, like, I know you've got these guys that are playing hard and that's awesome. But Marco Rossi is your future. He needs to be, this is why I'm afraid he's going to scratch Declan Chisholm, who really has had a rough two games Mm -hmm. because he, you know, he had the really bad turnover against Carolina on Tuesday. I'm really afraid he's going to scratch him now because he's going to be like, well, he's not playing well enough to play. It's like, no, this is your future. Play these guys. Find out. I don't care. You know, I mean, you lost 6-1, to one, okay? The majority of your team mailed in a game. Your goaltender was terrible. Um, there's no question. I think we'll see Flurry on Saturday, which to get back to what you keep saying is love the guy, but it's th- this is not what he signed up for. No. Which is now say, oh, save our ass, save our bacon, so I'm just, I am thoroughly confused. Like, what are you getting out of this other than this hollow attempt to prove that you're fighting for something that I'm sorry, the Carolina game was a good game, but you got beat in the playoff game there. Like that was just a mm-hmm. superior team. Yep. They beat you. Oh, well, they got some bounces. Yeah, they did. You know what happens in the playoff bounces? Yep. But also <laughs> they just beat you. Second of all, you know, last night was last night to me was a license to scratch guys. Like if you're, if you're this mad, at zuccarello where you're diminishing his playing time then just scratch him too like what are you doing what's the goal here because my goal is to develop guys because i think in two years you're going to be really good you're but but you're playing this all wrong and screwing around with the rossies of the world is a real mistake and write him yeah or 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 you're not my guy there's no
0: given the roster there's no magical line combinations where if you slot it together and get no. A with B with C and D with E and F and blah, 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 that things are just going to click. And all of a sudden, the heavens open, the C's part. Goals are just going to go in left and right. We know what it is. You have one line, one line, and when they get shut down, you essentially have no other offense. The depth right. there is just not, it, it's, there is no depth on this team. And I think that's right. the biggest issue from them to being an actual threat of making one of these final few playoff spots is it's it's just that one top line and guess what the good teams are keying in on that
1: well oh okay write this down for saturday night in st louis okay two things i think chisholm gets scratched which is a which is a mistake yes because he had a bad game he's had a couple bad games okay who cares let him find out if he can play like the one thing i do like is the pressure of this either brings out the best or you can't play Find out. You didn't pick second him up one, to not play him. I think that first line gets broken up because uh. they've been shut. They've been shut down for two games. You know what's going to happen? Zuccarello is good. He's going to go bitch. They're going to put him <laughs> back with Kaprizov. Uh They're going to take Boldy off that line and put Boldy on the second line. They're going to put hopefully Boldy with Rossi. I think X stays at center, but I think Zuccarello is going to be put back with those two because this is what happens to your point when there's really no answer. So good, so good teams have said, we're going to stop that first line, which they should say. And that doesn't mean the first line's bad. That doesn't mean that the first line's not trying. They've, they definitely had some chances. Okay. But once they get shut down, a coach is going to say, well, they have keyed on us, which is what good teams are going to do. Mm-hmm. So let's get into this. Let's get into the, the folly of the remaining 22 games. Okay. All right. Cause I keep hearing this too. Oh, well, look at the remaining twenty-two games. They got it easy. Which I would say, okay, if you get in the playoffs on the back of wins against San Jose, Arizona, and the Ducks, it means nothing. Like it's it's a neg it's a net negative.
0: But John, there's a whole 44 points sitting there for
1: him the rest of the season. What are you talking well, about? Okay, so let's talk about this, okay? <laughs> so so I went through the final twenty-two games. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of the final 22 are against playoff teams, which means you have a whole help and of some games where fans are going to be like, oh, easy points. All right. Starting tomorrow, though, St. Louis is a non playoff team. St. Louis is struggling. They're just as good as you. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now you do have San Jose after that at Arizona at Colorado. And that's a back to back. Yep.
0: So you're going you. to Denver on a back to back. You're going to get your asses
1: kicked. You hey. should get you should get steamrolled yes. in Colorado. Versus Nashville. Okay. We now know Nashville's better than you. Yes. Uh versus Arizona versus Anaheim. Now at St. Louis, and again, at St. Louis is not a shared two points. Far from it. At Anaheim, at the Kings, versus St. Louis at home versus Seattle. Seattle can beat you, right? Versus San Jose, versus Vegas, versus Ottawa, versus Colorado, versus Winnipeg, at Chicago, at Colorado, at Vegas, at San Jose, at the Kings. In other words, one, two, three, four, five, of your last six games for all of you, oh the last twenty two are easy. Of your last six games, four of them are against playoff teams. This is not nearly as easy. Can you get points? Absolutely. Are they going to furiously rally to stay in a race in which they don't belong? Absolutely. It's how the league's structured. But first of all, I don't put it past them to lose a couple of games they shouldn't lose. Yeah. Very possible. Absolutely. And then they're, they are going to be, so let's say they do, let's say they get um, age, those final six games, they're in the race for the last six games they are against playoff teams. Yeah. <laughs> So this is not nearly as uh, this is not a stairway to the playoffs as some would like to think, and I can only hope to God that they don't make it. And the thing is, too, leading
0: up to leading up to the trade deadline here, let's see, it's uh, tomorrow against St. Louis. That's on the road, and like you mentioned, yep, they're not a playoff team, but I I don't. That's not guaranteed points they're either way. Are. Yes, it's it's a one for one at that point. Yeah. Home against San Jose. And once again, I would like to think that they can do it. They've shown that they can lose a game like that because you're going to go on the road to uh, Arizona. They came to your barn, not even a month and a half ago and put up a touchdown on you. And then that, that, that is going to be the deciding game um, for this team. Like that is a nail in the coffin type game because the next day you're going to uh, what is it? The bell center, Pepsi center. I forget what it's called nowadays to take on the Pepsi center. Yeah, it's uh, no, it's like it's ball arena, isn't it? Is it ball arena? Mm. Uh, You're
1: right. Ball arena. It doesn't, it's... Ball arena. Yeah. Bell is Montreal.
0: Yeah. Um, But it's an 8 p.m. start there out in yep. Denver. And that is going to be that's nightmare fuel like that. That is.
1: But that's tra- the type tra- of game that they'll win. And then they'll screw up an Arizona game or a San Jose game.
0: Tra- trade deadline in your face. Hopefully you make yep. a move. You probably sit tight or a little less action than what we expect. And then yeah, like you like you said. That's the one that they win because uh for some reason Zach Parisi tries to take great multi-goal game for him what He'll last score night. A goal. That's a great write that down. <laughs> can I can, can I'll I'll get that multi multi-point game for Zach Parisi that night. I'll yep. even go that far, multi-point. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, just I I know they have a weaker schedule than most when you look at like statistics, but I'm not going to say that they're just going to, you know, stroll through some of these teams that they should. This is this is a right. lot of drop points, in my opinion, while other teams, the ones above them, and I understand they might have tough teams too, but they're picking up points. The points at the Wild are going to drop. They're going to make up by going to overtime. They're, they're going to steal one here and there because some oh, other have teams,
1: games. these other teams,
0: 100%. you saw it last wow. night, Nashville, they're going to steal a game because UC Soros is just better than the other team. There, he's going to go out yep. there and let in one, but then, you know, Philip Forsberg's going to put in two and they're going to win. Or they'll just get a point. Exactly. That's, that. like,
1: like, that's the thing is the Wild can't give up points. So, like, if you come out and lay an egg against the Ducks, okay? Yep. And you win in a shootout. You can't afford that. You can't give up that. You can't have that third point awarded. You can't have, um, uh, or more a- accurately, okay, let's say it's... uh let's say it's nashville you can't you know you let, let's say that you beat them I, in a shootout you can't give up that point mm-hmm. that's them gaining ground so anyway and it's just that that's more it's more accurate to say against these playoff teams that they're going to play that they can't afford to punt points especially the ones in the race with them uh but i saw enough last night and quite frankly the carolina game while i thoroughly enjoyed it as a fan I also said, you know what, they're just not. They're not in this class. Uh, last thing is this, and this is where, this is the Wild's undoing, in my opinion, in the division. I was going through this this morning, okay? Mm-hmm. In the division, you have now played 15 games. You are 5-10, and 10, but let me go through this. Against Dallas, you are 0-3, so just to start off with. 0-3 against the playoff team. Against Colorado, you are 0-1. They're a playoff team. Against Nashville, you are now 1-2. That's a playoff team. And, of course, Winnipeg is as well. You are 0-3. So right there, against playoff teams in your division, where it's, you know, points are at a premium, you are 0-3, 0-4, 1-6. You are 1-9. You are one and nine against teams in the central. Now the non playoff teams, St. Louis, you beat. Chicago, you beat twice. Arizona, you're actually one and one against because before they went on this epic, what, fourteen game losing streak now, they beat you, as you said, by a touchdown. So five and ten overall, but against the teams that matter in your division, you are one and nine. I don't know how you That to me tells the
0: story. there's no easier way to spell it out than that. I, the, for for people that are still digging their heels in, this is a playoff team. This is a team that just needs to get going, hit their stride. No, because other teams are already in their stride. Other teams are in their stride and well ahead of this team.
1: Look at Nashville.
0: Nashville is on a seven game win streak right now. After last mm-hmm. night, the mm-hmm. LA Kings. I mean, they're six and four in their last ten but they seem to only be kind of finding and they're going to they're going to be missing i want to say was it Gabe Velarde? they're going to be missing uh Ke- oh, Adrian no. no not Velarde, but Adrian Kempi. Kempi. Kempi, they're going to be missing him so that is a blow to them and Victor Arvison yep but
1: but they're going to get help with the deadline and the they're, we- they're supposedly in talks uh or there's been rumblings about them doing a deadline deal with the uh, Devils to get Tyler Toffoli back yep and
0: and so frankly they're,
1: they're gonna get help. The
0: weird case that is the Calgary Flames have now won four straight, seven and three, uh seven, three, and oh in their last ten, despite training multiple
1: pieces, have made a statement that they're keeping Jacob Markstrom. Which is really interesting. That well, doesn't And make now sense Markstrom, to me. and now Saros, who was supposedly on the market before this hot stretch, and Markstrom, if the Flames aren't trying to sort of manipulate the system, because there's always a chance that they're that they're not Seeing the return that they want, and so they're trying to drive the price. But if this is true, Soros off the market, Markstrom, which is why if I'm Bill Guerin, I'm calling and saying our defense was really bad last night. Gus ain't that bad. Take Gus, yeah, (laughs) take Gus, and give me a second round. You know, give me give me a third round pick. But yeah, some of these now now some of the teams that we talked about a couple weeks back as being goaltender desperate might not be. I think uh yeah, not I much. think Wall is back for Toronto, mm. Carolina we saw great performance. So there might be it might not be, but I mean my team is still the Devils. The Devils are in this thing in their mind. Yeah. And the Devils, you know, need help there. But and the last thing too is the Wild has played 60 games age. So the they are the Wild is eight points behind the Kings and Nashville. Kings have played fifty nine games, game in hand. Mm-hmm. Nashville's played 61, so the the Wild actually has a game in hand on the Predators. But after that, the points are out of the playoffs right now. So the the line ends at Nashville. Out of the playoffs, Calgary, St. Louis, Seattle with 63 points apiece. They are at, respectively all, 59 games played. So everybody basically has, has a game in hand on you. And you are one point behind them. Does that paint a good enough picture that everyone is willing to say, make any trade that you can the future is bright um but you also have to figure out what happened last night you weren't on a back to back yep you went you went to nashville you didn't go to los angeles you didn't go to you didn't travel halfway across the country you went to nashville and you got your ass handed to you in a game that everybody knew was important um your goaltender said we didn't show up today that co- that that to me, that, that goes to the everyone, including the head coach, what happened there. Because this is not how if, if we want to talk about building a culture, and you know, God knows Bill Guerin has, and he's he's right. You know, he cleaned out guys from that locker room. What the hell is going on here? Yeah. If so. you have
0: rust on, you know, your car, if you have mold in your freezer, you don't just let it sit there. You clean it out. You remove it. Yeah, you know, mold. Like, get, get, clean out this this the bad culture because that's what I've heard for the you know since taking over that you're building something here.
1: Yeah, but and, but where you see, guys just turning it from? off.
0: It, and yeah, that's too it, it. When you're when you're starting goaltender says we didn't show up. And I look, I'm gonna call it what it was. That is a must win game. You, you yeah, it, it was
1: an incredible yes
0: for 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 the narrative that I've heard <laughs> over the past 24 hours. That if I, you're
1: a real if you're a real playoff team. Don't give me this. Well, we well we beat all these crappy teams. Look how close we were. It's you know. Don't give me that crap. I don't want to hear that. Yeah. But I mean, from a culture standpoint, look. I don't think this team's great by any means. But you got beat six to one. Your goaltender was terrible. Um, Some very important players who have contract protection were terrible. You know what's happened? Zuccarello was terrible. Johansson's been just completely dogged it. Um, Ryan Hartman. He he played last night, right? Yeah. I, 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 mean, I think the, he was in lineup. L- up street says he was, so <laughs> I so like I mean these are these are questions that I mean, are you telling me that like if Jared Spurgeon was here as the captain, he could have gotten more from these guys or Marcus Felino's out? I know that. Yeah, you know, I, I just ugh last night was gross. Last yeah. night was was gross. And I still like where this team is going eventually, but I think there's real questions. And, um, last night was the first time in, as a whole, I was like, have they, have they gone Dean on John Hines? Turn the, turn the ears down. Yeah, we don't have to listen to him either anymore. Yeah, right. Friday, March 8th
0: cannot come soon enough because that, that is the, my week from today. amen brother week from today. That is when, um, I think you finally are going to solidify whatever the identity that this team wants to be there. There no longer has to be any, lift service any you well, know mask playing whatever you like you can see what this team finally wants to be and it granted i there's stuff behind the scenes that could be attempted right now that we just don't know about that maybe just doesn't work sure. out so we we you know we never know about it we'll never know but right it, what gets done is what we are able to go off with and that's what i'm going to base uh you know billy Garen, this team what they want to do is what
1: happens between now and next Friday. Final thought, if I'm the Wild, I sit Johansson down today and I say, okay, I know that you've got full protection, but I can tell you right now, you're not playing another game for us this season. Do you want to be traded? And we'll trade you for a bag of pucks. Why not? Like, we want you off this team. Why not? do You You know, go join a 35 and over men's league that's no check and be happy. All right, well, good discussion. Very depressing discussion because... (laughs) The reality is that last night. Well, at least the Carolina game that was fun to talk about. I like yeah. it did show you that you're not gonna, you know, that that's a really good team in Carolina. But that was a fun game. I, I really enjoyed that game last night. Started off okay, but just disintegrated into a, a royal steaming pile of you know what. So that's it for us for today. I'm sure we'll be back soon. More Judd's Hockey Show. As AJ said, trade deadline. Um, I think it's two o'clock Central Time, three o'clock I, Eastern, I think it's, or three o'clock Central, I think four it's o'clock three. Eastern next friday uh so we'll certainly have uh coverage at that time because hopefully the wild will be able to make some moves uh and uh, and i'm sure we'll be back before then to talk about well perhaps on monday the blues game in st louis on saturday we will talk to you later